Hello and welcome once again to Wandering Monster America's Test Table, where we don't play test games. We stress test them. I'm John Baldisberger. I am Charles R. Bernard. I'm Mr. Paschke, and with us tonight is... Kevin Welch. And you know what I love are corporations. Um, you know, I love them in my house. I love them in my body, um, especially, you know, my butt. Um, I like to give corporations feet massages because, as you all know, they are embodied people. And sometimes you'll see one strolling around and you might just ask Nike next time you see them. Um, Nike, would you like a foot rub? I know that you're all about them shoes. No, uh, that uh, jacked up intro is my version of a John Baltusberger <laughs> intro because tonight... We will be sampling some corporate dystopian fare uh, from a very fine day game creator. John, would you help me out? Remind me. Logan Dean. Excellent. Thank you. I, I knew his Twitter handle, but I couldn't remember what L underscore 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 Dean was. Uh, but yeah, Logan Dean. And uh, this is a fun one. Um, tonight we will be uh, taking on the roles of peons in the vast corporate empire of Wuhan Baxter. And um, for tonight's game, uh, you might notice a certain absence. Um, I'm not going to say it. Uh, well, the, the absence I am going to talk about is Ian Servas, uh, our forever GM who's, who's not here. And uh, in his stead, uh, we have Mr. John Baltusberger stepping into the role of GM. Um, but don't worry, Ian left some very special rules behind for our very special guest, uh, Kevin, that might come into play. Uh, so, John, why don't you tell us uh, into what corporate hell we will be stepping tonight? <clears throat> so I, I backed this game on Kickstarter to the shock of no one. Um, <laughs> And it came to me wrapped up in these little pamphlets uh, that look exactly like employee manuals that you get on the job. Uh, in fact, it was these that spawned my like need to make the Manistar Press employee manual because they're they're perfect. The language inside. <clears throat> this is the employee manual. So this is what the players get. Welcome to the Wuhan Baxter Corporation. You are joining a proud tradition of innovation, invention, and manufacturing that dates back over 300 years. In the pages of this, of this handbook, you will find the tools needed to become an integral part of our corporate family as a member of our Asset Recovery and Containment Division. On behalf of myself and the Board of Directors and everyone at WB, welcome aboard. We look forward to the stunning accomplishments in your future. Jonas Baxter, <laughs> chairman. Perfect corporate speak. Um, you can tell Logan has, in fact, had to work for all these asshats for <laughs> many years before. Um, I have... Uh, you get... Uh, in the employee manual, it has a slightly... Or the manager manual has a slightly different... But you also get, like, the history of uh, the company from 1676 to present day. Um, you also get the adventure we're running today, uh, which is called Eurydice Station. Um, there is another book he put out, uh, which I also have. I didn't bring it out uh, because I'm recovering from surgery. Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's like chock full of other adventures. And I've talked to Logan about maybe maybe John. Oh, I, I testy fell. Um, maybe I would uh, join the fun and create some adventures as well. I'm going to just tuck that back there. Nice padding. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> get the get the vasts out of the way. There, there we go. are. Uh, um, it's a cool game. Uh, what I really love about this game uh, is that it is a extremely simple but extremely lethal system. Uh, what we're going to be rolling today is 1d6 for most tests, 2d6 for the tests they're good at. And um, that's like essentially the only mechanic. Um, I, before we started, I pulled the rules over uh, to a Photoshop page, and I just needed two pages for mm -hmm. the majority of what we're doing tonight. So um, it's a really pick up and go. I mean, both of these books are each. Yeah, the employee handbook is 20 pages. Like, it's super simple to pick up. And um, as you all know, I am a huge fan of quick to pick up games. Yeah, Rules Light is all right. Uh, this particular game so. does feel very mothership. Um, but instead of, you know, space opera, uh, corporate greed, we have good old terrestrial liminal horror corporate greed. <laughs> um, and uh, we're gonna have fun. Uh, is is obvious to me that Wuhan Baxter is based off the uh, the company from Alien, uh, whose That's name the I... Wayland Corporation. Yeah, the Wayland, yeah. the Wayland. Uh, they merged with it, another it, company. It, I can't it remember. It could also it could also be the Tyrell Corporation from Blade Runner. It could be. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of influences, but. Um, you know, there are different spins on corporate dystopia, and I like this yeah. one quite a bit. Yeah. So uh, the basis of it, as I read at the beginning, is these three idiots. Uh, your character's not you. Uh, were <laughs> accept the jobs for the Wuhan Baxter Corporation as a asset uh, recovery and containment recovery team. Recovery team, yeah. Uh, think of that as SCP, right? Secure, contain, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. pacify. That's what uh, I was so, also going to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know that Wuhan Baxter is into some mad science, some paranormal science stuff. But um, as any good sinister corporation, everything is need to know basis. And you're generally given like a uh, <laughs> a notepad that has like the words of your mission squad of like, figure it out, bud. <laughs> Uh, and tonight's talk going to be real different. So, uh, Mr. Paschke, can you take us to the game screen? Absolutely, we can. And absolutely have. Yes. Um. There we go. There we go. <clears throat> I think I can read. There we go. I can read. A couple of things. Uh, as y'all are on your way in a beautiful helicopter uh, to Eurydice landing platform, you're told the following. Eurydice facility is a deep sea research facility located 20,000 feet below sea level. Mm. It is owned and operated by Wuhan Baxter Pharmaceutical subsidiary Novarium and is supported by the Orpheus supply rig and landing platform topside. The facility is staffed by four spe research specialists working in three-month shifts. Each specialist wears a specially designated crew key card that allows them to access systems, track their movements, and access a digital research backup. All this sounds fine. Understand? Does it also work the snack machine? It uh, 
it does, but it comes out like it, it garnishes your wages. That's what I figured. Like, yeah, it's company store. Yeah. Um <clears throat> one day ago, contact was lost with your facility. Uh Immediately upon arriving on Orpheus' platform, you will be dispatched and descend the 20,000 feet and dock with Eurydice. Your mission objective is to recover four personal keys. Nope, no, sir. Just just one quick thing. Eurydice. Sorry, it's from mythology. That's all. Anyway, as you go to Zine <laughs> Facility... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Yuri Dice facility. Yuri, <laughs> Yuri, Eurydice. Eurydice. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, four personal keys. Secondary. If you can rescue surviving scientists and collect research specimens, you have seven hours. To complete these uh, objectives and initiate ascent, meaning get topside, uh, before the storm cuts off your viability for the next five hours. Um, you uh, personal keys can be tracked using a terminal in. Uh, let's see, was that three? Nope, that's not it. Oh, I bet that is actually it. Yep, in operations. Uh, the infirmary, essentially. Intercoms may be used for intersector communication. Um, and that's what you get to know. That is all the information you are handed uh, alongside a map. Do, do, do. I'm going to show you a map. This means nothing to you. Y'all won't remember, but I'll be describing it as I go. Audience, this is what the map looks like. It's beautiful. Um, and occasionally it will flash across our... Um, slideshow uh, slide so i, I uh, could also pause it on the you should the probably map. pause it on the map so the audience knows what's up i have paused it on the map beautiful players you're still fuck sideways but audience enjoy this beautiful map <laughs> uh, so i want to say audience quick whenever question. we do these whenever we do these games there's these moments where charles and mr paschke are trying to put together the promotional material in a slide deck where it's just like, I need more art. Um, hmm. which totally valid. Like we buy games a lot of time. Like, look, look, we didn't stumble on Morkborg and think, well, I guess this sounds interesting technically. I'll buy it for that. No, it looks beautiful. We bought it because it's beautiful. It's also a great game, but like let's be frank, art punk rules. The flip side of that is that this is a great game, and it's an easy game to prep with so little like you need so little to do it well um and this i think this looks great even though it's uh not like super high renders or whatever um okay <clears throat> so that's what you guys get to know um as you land on the uh the uh platform of orpheus uh descent uh the sergeant, the officer, the the manager, the pardon me, the executive officer kind of gives you all look up and down. It's like okay, got medic, got sender, got technician. Okay, y'all got this. 
any questions before you head down into uh into the uh rough and tumble what kind of craft are we taking downwards like what kind of is it on a, a line or is it like a fully independent submersible or are we just wearing pool floaties hoping <clears throat> yeah for the best are we just holding on to something heavy <laughs> Kong got sleeping with the fishes. Uh it is a um it is a a imagine a really shiny bathosphere. Oh cool. Um like it's it's essentially like a a space elevator that instead of going up goes down into into the depths. Yeah, yeah. Bathosphere, uh, got it. That's that's cool. That's okay. lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I but hey. That's not in the rule book, but I love I love me some bathyspheres. <laughs> yeah, I encourage everyone to um, insert a bathysphere wherever possible. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we are not responsible for wherever you insert the bathysphere. We've all seen it formally disavowed. Make sure, yeah. make sure the yeah. make sure the other end of the bathysphere is flared. Is all I'm asking. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we're we're going deep in the bathysphere. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, we're we're on our way. I've got everything I need um, from my loadout. I think we're all equipped. I think we're all ready to roll, right, guys? Uh, yeah. for the most part, normally we introduce characters. I, oh, that's right. Are we? I not... plum forgot about anything yeah, related to you guys. I was just going to monologue this whole episode. <laughs> I mean, uh, do we just want to um, like? Hold be nuts and not do that and just introduce no, us as we absolutely go. not absolutely not I hold on no shut up shut up man. shut up i'm going to choose this time any mini miny mo catch a tiger by the if he hollers cut him open and it's going to be uh charles bernard oh what a surprise i know <laughs> um <clears throat> tonight i will be playing bones abernathy i'm a medic um i have got fossil in my pocket um, I stitch these numbskulls up when they do too much science and get hurt. Um, I occasionally amputate things. Um, I've perfected a very controversial procedure that we might see at some point. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's me in a in a nutshell, or in a bathysphere, I guess. <laughs> um, my character's name is uh, Tommy Webb. Uh, he's a technician. He. Uh, Mainly, he doesn't really get much out of the office. He's usually stuck in front of a computer uh, doing all that sort of stuff. Uh, he does have a little uh, little drone friend because, you know, he's very socially awkward. Mm -hmm. He names Vivian. So uh, she should be helping out with uh, sir, uh, scouting out and stuff. Does Vivian have... Let me rephrase. Is Vivian... I know Vivian is like a little floating drone. Yes, but in your mind, is Vivian a waifu? Waifu. <laughs> I'm man. Don't tell me I'm the only ruined one here. I know what a waifu no, is. No, 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 no. I know. I know what it is. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Is, is 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 your is your drone also like a pretend anime thought? No, it's more of a, a, a British punk rocker with like four stars across the forehead and a. Like a oh, but that Vivian! That's Hell yeah, man! What was right. it? The, the young ones? That was like one. one of my favorites, man. Okay. Oh, so All good. Right. Okay. So good. If you're a fan of, of of like punk and ska music or 80s culture in Britain, for for the love of Lucifer, watch the young ones because it is 
Fucking amazing mid. it's mid, yeah dude. <laughs> one of my favorite vivian moments he just walks into the house and he just starts smashing shit going board board <laughs> board board it just it smashes was... neil upside the head yeah <laughs> board very great oh, yeah. very great show. no okay. mr batchkey all right so i have been re- misreading my character sheet the whole time i'm just gonna lean into that no, um please <laughs> so, so i i've renamed my character perky um because in the spot in my mind that was like that's the name perks okay whatever that's a weird name we're gonna move on <laughs> we're all named perks now perfect no no, no. i'm perks but you can call me perky <laughs> i like that <laughs> it wasn't until a moment ago when i saw the word name and then a blank spot I'm... and i was just like I, well, love I, guess I'm perky. I love I love the idea of, of having an acquaintance whose nickname is Perks. Like maybe, maybe because they always have good coffee on hand. Yeah. Maybe right? because they drive you around. Like, hey, hit up Perks. See if Perks can oh help us out. Some th- look, hey, hey, either you have a friend that is Perks or you're yeah. Perks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I used to know Perks. Holy he shit. was an asshole. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> So oh. I'm I'm playing your our our scientist. Uh, I'll I'll be the one uh, making sure that everything is scientifically sound, and <laughs> see how long I can hold this voice before I myself become annoyed with it. <laughs> this is fair. Gonna happen. This is fair. Oh, before I punch myself in the glasses. <laughs> I was wondering which Simpsons scientist you were going to be uh, doing th- this evening. <laughs> oh. Um, boy, how do I wish this thing was filled with ice? <laughs> <laughs> Is it filled um, with hot liquid? Huh? Are you just keeping a hot coffee there in your crotch? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, I'm oh, I have a milkshake right here. Yeah, see, oh, yeah. oh. get that crotch oh, shake much better. Okay, um, <laughs> frozen peas, I keep telling you. Yep, I, I will not allow those abominations in my house. Um, <laughs> You don't want some peas near your penis? You don't need penis peas? I I prefer I prefer diced carrots or cauliflower. Peas and nuts are both legumes, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. <clears throat> Moving on. Upon arrival, the pod, the bathosphere, uh, docks, and uh, the room outside purges of fluid. Much like, okay. Uh, the light up of the hatch <laughs> changes from red into green, and you are able to exit into the pod bay. Into my worst nightmare. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Sorry, <laughs> bud. That's all right. I have, uh, this... I, I wouldn't call it a phobia, but I have a discomfort thinking about deep ocean because we don't fucking belong there, and it's ridiculous that we send people down there. Um, anyway, yeah, continue. Uh, as you enter into the round room, you see uh, an exterior access hatch into your true worst nightmares, a red <laughs> cabinet uh, with the like medical red cross uh, kind of welded to the, the door. There are four deep sea exosuits in cages kind of lined up on either side of the, uh, the exit hatch. Um, <clears throat> and there are two, uh, uh, bulkheads, one leading north 
and one leading east. It looks like the one leading east has been tampered with. Um, you do see intercoms, uh, an intercom button, uh, and <clears throat> uh, various cameras uh, pointed around the room. Have at you. <laughs> I think Ian needs to shout have at you more often when he finishes describing <laughs> rooms, by the way. Um, it would only be better if he said have at thee. Mm-hmm. Have at thee. Okay. So should I should I science now? Is this now yeah. that I, I should science? Science I mean, your science your little sciencer off. I would like to see how scientifically sound this room is. <laughs> All right, roll me a roll me a roll me a D10, bud. Or okay. roll me two D tens. Two D tens, because I took that extra bonus in science. That is a uh, nine and a ten. I starting off strong. God damn. Nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Shit. Um. Right. I mean, when we roll the, the room. Two, uh, by the way, this is a question I I forgot to ask before the game starts. So, little peek behind the curtain here of the mechanics. When we roll the two dice, do we take the higher number or do we add them? You uh, take the higher. Okay. Cool. I figured. Okay. I just wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you critically fail. Okay. Uh, so if you roll two dice and you fail, if you roll two dice and you get a critical failure and a success, I'm going to count it as a success because critical failures are really bad. Okay. However, if you roll two dice and you get a failure and a critical failure, we're going to take the critical failure because. Yeah. Um, makes sense. But no, you succeed. Boy, howdy. I bet you wish you didn't waste your roll on oh, yeah. just looking around the first room. <laughs> Um, yeah, you do, you, you science around and you say like, okay, uh, hypothesis, this room's fine. I like, I know the water just purged out of it. So we good. Uh, other than the fact that that one bulkhead seems to be welded shut, which is troubling. I don't see any other tampering. However, I do, uh, with that role, motherfucker, uh, you do <laughs> notice, uh, that the, cameras on the like above the doors are not um they are not uh what's the word i'm looking for either functioning or panning and scanning yeah they 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 aren't panning um you can't tell they're functioning there's uh you just don't have a way sir stationary was that the word you were looking for no i think panning panning is good they're not panning they're just kind Mm -hmm. of locked in place uh, and not necessarily like on the center of the room, like you might expect them to be. Uh, the other thing you notice is that there are no lights on the intercom. Hmm. And did you say that one of the control panels was uh, was like broken or in disarray, and the other one was working fine, or did I make that the up con- right now? Uh, the control panels that will open the 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 bulkheads both uh-huh. seem to be in fine condition. Okay. But one of the bulkheads is like very visibly welded shut. Ah. So two bulkheads total, one welded shut. Yes, sir. I would say our path is clear. Like yep. I I'd rather not mess with something that's welded underwater. <laughs> yeah. Don't know what they're keeping out or keeping in. Yeah. Do any of you have weapons? Yeah, I think I uh, I, don't, uh, I don't think I do. Maybe. Maybe not. Because I'm a combat veteran, it says. Um, I was going to suggest that one of you be the soldier. 
but then I decided, eh. Field medicate painkillers. I've got a scalpel. I mean that uh, that is a weapon. It can't. Yeah. Well, let me rephrase. It can be a weapon. It can be for sure. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So y'all are I, going to. If I need to to yeah, never mind. Okay. We'll move on. So you are going to go up into area two. Uh as you go. Uh and okay. I am just gonna need you as you do that thing. Um oh no, no, that's fine. Um <clears throat> nope, you don't gotta do anything. You uh you punch in a code and uh, and the code is like this is a secure facility. Someone has put like a sticky note on the uh, on the thing of like code is zero two zero four. Weakest link in any fucking security <laughs> chain, man. Like is just human idiocy. Is John Baldwin unable to remember the simplest number sequence? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason I've ever wanted to go to DefCon, and it's like right next door to me. Is um. For their social engineering panels, but yeah. Anyway, you head north. Okay, I'm All drinking right. a milkshake. No, you're you're good. John what kind of milkshake? milkshake. All right, he drinks it up. <clears throat> As you head into uh uh the next room, it is dark. You see some LED lights from servers housed in the the racks on the wall. So you can technician, you like you walk into this gym, you know exactly where you are. Right. You're in a um server slash power hub. Got it. Um <clears throat> do, 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 do. okay. Uh but everything else is too dark to see. You hear um you hear I'm going to describe this sound as sluicing. Hmm. Not tromble, but a sluice. That's uh, that's always encouraging. A good, healthy sluicing noise, it, you know, usually is accompanied by something wonderful. Now, I believe at least one of you does have a flashlight. Uh, not me. Nope. Oh, I do have a flashlight. It's it's behind my field research kit. Yeah. Okay. So I, I hear the, the sleuthing of a Lorax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, too obvious. I, t- I take that back. Uh Paschke hears a sluice. Yeah. Okay. And I I I I pull out my flashlight and like science. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um as you as you paint your flashlight around, you see I'm going to describe this. I like how I always start off whatever I'm going to describe or say as I'm going to do this. I'm going to paint you a word picture now. Behold the artistry of John. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, observe. There is a, let's say, pit bull sized thing uh, huddled amongst the servers. It looks more like if you had tried to crossbreed a, um, <clears throat> a millipede an earwig, and a orangutan with mange. Ew. Uh, um, uh, I'm I'm with you on that. That actually sounds like uh, it would be quite the pet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in other words, my pug. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> as, as the light falls on it, it 
lets out a warbling hiss and uh, attempts to, like, get away from the light. Good. <laughs> Scientifically speaking, that's peculiar. Um, if, are you, I have to yeah. ask. What species is that, Dr. Science? Do, oh. you, do you guys try to stop it skittering, or are you going to, like, let it skitter away? You bet uh, your ass off I'm going to let it get further away from me. Yeah, I, as I a mean, scientist, I have to know what this is. I'll patch you up when you get back. So Thank are you. you are you chasing it and like keeping the light on it? Scientifically speaking? Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh boy. <laughs> um I yell, stop! I'm a scientist. <laughs> boy, howdy, it it doesn't stop. You see, um, you let's say look let's look at this as a clock face oh speaking of which i'm going to fill in one of your clock faces um <clears throat> you see you are at say the uh four it's at the seven and there is a hatch that is starting to scramble towards at 12. does everyone understand what i just did yes kind of you good? Like it's a peace sign shaped fork in the path. Yeah, well, there's okay. no fork. It's just you're here. It's you're here. It's here. And then there's an escape. A essentially a a air conditioning duck <laughs> that it is scrambling towards. Right. Oh, it's going towards the duck. Was, yeah, that was okay. the missing. All right. Okay. So it's trying to go into the duct. Um, I think the duct is where that thing belongs, frankly. But <laughs> I'm not sure if that's true scientifically speaking. Uh, that is, I guess, our, our scientist is going to have to answer that. Yeah. Um, so I, I scientifically follow him, and with the powers of science and uh, what was my other thing? <laughs> search. I also took a bonus to search because reasons. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Man, okay. I gotta say, uh, vent crawling is is a theme, is like a leap motif with Pashki. What are you talking about? It's not like it's. Like, <laughs> you, I didn't watch Die Hard one too many Christmases in a row. Um, scientifically Die Hard speaking, is a movie. Yeah. Okay. I'll allow that too. Um, but I'm just saying that scientifically speaking, the air handling system is the most scientifically interesting part of yes. a house or a building. Absolutely. Yeah, I wind up having to stick my arm halfway down mine half the time. Okay, so. um, I am actually going to ask you probably to roll something other than science if you want to try to stop this thing from reaching the air duct. That's why I said search. It's my other two. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably not. Uh, in okay. fact, I am going to say that um, I will say you can use body, dodge, or fight. You can use any of those to try to reach uh, it before it can get through the vent. Well, that's a one at best, and I rolled a three. Okay. Uh, so give yourself one stress point. Wow. Uh, and because Mr. Paschke decided to keep the light on this thing uh, as a true friend uh, hmm. and asshole... <laughs> You all, you are all going to get too stressed as you watch this thing squirm and force its mass into the uh, the air vent. Squirm right. and force. I'm both Finally. horrified and interested. 
Finally, a title for my autobiography. All right, let's see. Two stress. Okay. Patchkey, as you are um, panning the light around to see if maybe there's more specimens, I assume, you notice that there's a, like, a, um, a transparent viscous ooze over a lot of various surfaces. Uh, some of it is cooking on hot servers. And uh, mm. you also see a uh, a ladder that leads. Where's my map? There's my map. Yep. <clears throat> uh, you see a ladder that leads somewhere upward. Uh, there is a a plate next to the ladder that's labeled two B. Uh, and you see another bulkhead going north. All right. Uh, not to to monopolize too much of the group's time, but I would no, like no. to experiment with my field research kit as to what this goo is that's clear. Okay. Oh, by the no, way, you guys it. have a map of the station. Right. So if you want to ask me at any time, hey, what is in the direction of this pathway? You can ask me. Uh, um, okay. Uh, make me a science roll. While he's doing that, can I see where that uh, beast was to see if it was like what exactly it was doing? See if it was like gnawing on wires or if it was like completely yeah. like destroying the servers or. Um, it didn't. It seemed to just be like. It, it, it seemed to be gnawing into the side of the the like the wall. OK, so uh, not maybe into trying, the server. Yeah, not into the servers. It was just okay. kind of it. Now the wall is way worse than the uh, server. Go ahead and make me a science check too. Is that uh, one of your right. skills? Uh, no science. Okay, so roll one d six and subtract one. Oh, sorry, one d ten and subtract one. <laughs> uh, I, that's an eight on the dice, so seven. Okay. Um, take one stress. Um, you you don't know what it was like. You it was up to something, but you just don't know enough about whatever the fuck that thing was to guess what that what it would be trying to do. Mr. Paschke, what'd you roll for your science check, bud? I rolled a four and a five. Great. Uh, take one stress for right. failing and take another stress as you, as you witness this silvery ooze, uh, trying to get away from your light. How many stresses do I get before I suffer a complication? I think I'm currently at five. Uh, you you do so here's the thing whenever you um whenever you have take a three stress or more at once or whenever you, i decide you're just too freaked out which hasn't happened yet uh you roll 1d10 and add your stress to that to get a result um on the burnout table which can give you uh disadvantages cause damage get you more stress force you to attack your teammates or give you a heart attack a random status table or effect table yep. or whatever yeah so should cool. i do that now or mm -mm. okay so i'll just keep my five stress and you... yeah all you right. can have all you can have all kinds of stress buddy all right uh, thanks for describing my life <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's fair yeah that's real fair all the stress you want um i'm going to fill in another mark it's been about it's been about let's see it's been about 40 minutes since you first came 
uh, to the station uh, as you kind of dicked around in the first and second room and and tried to study this ooze. Uh, as I said, you have a a hatch going north, which will lead to the ops slash infirmary, and a um a uh, a ladder going up to something labeled two B. Well, I would like to go to the infirmary just to you know see if there's any items there that I could make use of for sure, especially if there's an anti stress item in the infirmary. Okay. Like any and all narcotics, for example. Okay. Oh, I do have painkillers in my inventory. Does that reduce stress? Um. Or does it restore? Actually, I I can answer that. Hold, give me one second. Yeah. I have two books. (laughs) Reduces Uh, stress, but gains addiction. I talked to when I was talking to Logan about this because he wants to redo this book. I suggested that he uh, do a combo so that both books are in one thing. One volume, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. there we go. Uh, Painkillers. Highly addictive. Awesome. Uh, Remove three stress after the first use. Suffer negative one to all rolls for 1d10 hours. Okay. Well, do you you want some some pills, Ashki? You know... I'm at five. That would still leave me with two. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm fine. I'm working on okay. my breathing, just trying to like. Well, they're here for you when you need them, my friend. There you go. There you go. Just go into another room and jerk it so right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Blow uh, off, blow off yeah. that steam. I'm gonna go, go scientifically ex- look at that bulkhead that's welded in a suggestive manner. Uh, give me five. <laughs> I, I just need five minutes. Cool. I was gonna say more goo on the servers. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All I, right. think, I actually think the servers could not get more gooey of the internet. <laughs> like it. I think that would be impossible. Um, the internet generates its own goo. It does. All right. Uh, I've been pretty fucking useless so far. So while we're in here, um, oh, so I'd like you haven't like, gone to the medical. You haven't gone to the ops infirmary yet. No, I know. But before okay. we do that, um, I just like to use my guide or guile skill, uh, which includes deception, persuasion, and intimidation. For deception, I'd like to just take like a sneak peek up the top of that ladder without being detected and see what's up there, and then just sneak back down real quick. Um, does that fall under guile under my deception power? Um, you know what? I'll allow it. All right, cool. Um, so, that's so you, you 2d10. Let me take a let's see if I pass it for one thing. Uh, the answer to that would be no. Uh, I failed that. Like, how bad? Um, well, I rolled a I mean, three. Yeah, fine. Okay. So you get to the top of the ladder and you see a uh, keypad. Uh, it has three unlit LEDs. Uh, and on the keypad, you see blood smeared on the three, the six, and the zero keys. Hmm. Okay. Um, I've got a one in three nomial chance of getting this right. (laughs) So a one in six chance, I think that makes it right. Yeah. Three times two times one. So yeah. Yeah. uh, 
I don't like those odds. Um, I'm just going to sneak on back down the ladder. Okay. Uh, or not even sneak because I failed my – I'm going to clump back. I'm going to tromble on back down the ladder. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you tell everybody what you found up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give it a shot. I'll go up there and I see if I can uh, decipher or okay. Do you want to make a? Do you want to? Do you want to just guess at some numbers or do you want to make a tech roll? Uh, is it tech? Um, I'll yeah, I mean, a keypad. I feel is tech. That's a good. That's a tech good or point. Hack. Would you? Probably oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever's hack. higher. I'm gonna go with hack because it's higher. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, definitely hack. Yeah. Twos on both of them. Okay. Yikes. Uh, yeah. you you get up there like. You like track your knuckles. You're all ready to say, "I'm in," uh, and then you realize that it's like a very binary system with no real hackable parts. I see blood and get scared, get a little squeamish, get a little woozy. Uh, I've got painkillers for that if you need them. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Just write me a script, and we'll t- get take care of it afterwards. Um, cool. And this is up in that ductwork where that. It's not. No, no, it's not in the ductwork. It's just. It's- a ladder okay. to an upper gotcha. layer, okay. Okay. but yeah. we can still proceed north, I think, to the um, infirmary and then the control room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or are they in the same like cluster, or is it infirmary? Then so you can go. You can go up to two B, or you can go north to the ops operation slash infirmary. Oh, they're the uh, same. You remember from your briefing, or maybe you don't, but I'll tell you anyway. Uh, that there is a terminal which will allow you to track everyone's key cards. In Ooh, the, I, uh... I, I slept through the briefing. Um, yeah, let's go to the operations room, I think. What do you guys think? Operations room, <laughs> let's go. Maybe there's something I can right. do useful there. Bandwagon. Oh, for sure, yeah. We've got two technical science people. We we can do a lot of stuff in the operations you, room. You would that. think, but y'all couldn't beat a keypad. Oh. It's the blood. Hey. I, get, I got all woozy. Dame Fortune, fair. man, like uh, sweet lady luck. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, you come into the infirmary. Uh, a giant computer terminal dominates the western side of this area. Above the terminal is this is a slot for an access key. The north edge of the sector is divided into the infirmary behind thick plastic sheeting. There's an examination table, but it has been overturned. There's unsealed medical supplies just thrown haphazardly everywhere. And bad news, Kevin, there's also blood (laughs) just kind of splattered all over the room. There's also a trail of blood that leads from the infirmary through a uh, bulkhead leading to the east. There's also a red cabinet uh, with one of those little uh, medical symbols on it. Do-do-do! Uh, I'll go to the cabinet with the, uh, oh man, Ian even made a point out of this. It's either the Caudicius or the rod of, um, Sisyphus. No. Syphilis. Uh, yes. <laughs> the no. rod of Syphilis. Escapulis. Escapulis, I think. Anyway. I think it's um, Zine. Yeah, I think it's, it's the rod of Zine. Yes. Um, that sounds like something that would be in the Book of Mormon, only what they're mis- mispronouncing Zion. So, you know? so for all of you wondering why I keep saying Zion. that, it's because uh, I had only seen the word written for the longest time and had just like, oh, Z-I-N-E, that is Zion. That is yeah. how that word sounds. And I never connected it in my skull to magazine. Yeah. So We had to stage yeah. an intervention. <laughs> it, was a tough it, it almost turned violent. 
it was beautiful yeah. <laughs> it was because we were like john it's scene month again and it's time for a change buddy <laughs> and i pulled out a knife and uh, <laughs> i cut off one of my nipples and threw it at him it was rough bad times it was. It, it was the first body part that john lost since i joined the stream <laughs> yeah yeah but not the but, last yeah <laughs> i hey Shit. And and next month, if you, the listener, donate enough money, there will be a third. <laughs> I'm I like two hundred dollars gets you his toenails, eight hundred dollars gets you his hair clippings, a thousand dollars the little toe. I I mean my wisdom teeth are in the other room. <laughs> I thought, I'm still holding out for you to get those turned into dice. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah. Okay. So you're in this you're in this fucked up infirmary. Things look I'm bad, going, my friends. I'm going straight to the medical cabinet to see what's in there. Okay. Uh yeah, you open it and there is a perfectly good little field med kit. Oh, so now I've got two of those. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Does that mean I've got two two scalpels? So now I can double Probably not. Okay. All right. Uh, uh anything else in there? No, it's just field kit. Like, there's probably some like, uh, uh, like latex gloves, uh, condoms stapled to pamphlets about safe sex. Mm -hmm. Like in the corner or in the like, center? Right no, through the center. absolutely not. An so, unpaid, an unpaid intern did those. <laughs> so I unroll one of the condoms and fully inflate it. Tie off the end and then stick it down the front of my pants. It does just... not inflate because someone stapled through it. <laughs> right through the Oh, skin. yeah, that's right. You could do it. Well, no, you shouldn't per like perforate the packaging even. So uh, that's too bad. That would have been funny. Okay. All right. Um, let's uh, anything you guys want to do. Um, check the computer for records. Okay. Uh, you said there's a computer here. Yeah, there is a computer here. Would the tech be better at that, or would the scientist be better at that? Um, Probably the tech. You've got a hacking I'll, skill. I do have a hacking skill. Um, so you walk up to the computer, and you can tell pretty quickly that it is designed to uh, be accessed using the crew key cards that you're supposed to be gathering. Uh, and it, it kind of just does that thing where it's like, insert key card. Okay, well, what if I do this? Insert key card. Access denied. Access yeah, denied. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you Have can you tried so inserting your key card? You can try to hack it. Okay. Here's what I will say. If you hack it and the executive officer finds out you are hacking confidential WB information, that could also not be great. How much do you trust the medic and the scientist to not rat you out? I feel good about it. Okay. Yeah, I ain't gonna rat you out. Ah, uh, that is two tens. Jiminy. Nice. Cricket. That's what I said. All right, so uh, delete one of your stresses. Yay. Uh, you, you rolled two tens? I rolled two tens. Motherfucker, you know, everyone delete a stress. Yay. He, Fuck yeah. you see, you see the screen come up. He mumbles something about a firewall and then says, "I'm in." I'm in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I can't, then, I can't not. And then the screen switches to like a very 
terrible polygon environment that like represents the virtual space yeah. that he's hacking through. Yeah. Dennis Dennis Needley from Jurassic Park is there. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. You didn't Max say Hedren the magic word. Up. Um <laughs> okay. Uh a menu comes up. I wasn't expecting you to hack. I don't know why you have a hack. Um <laughs> and uh it has the old MS DOS menu. Uh, okay. One, station status sector 06 alert. Two, cameras intercom offline. Uh, underneath that is personal tracking offline. Three, emergency <laughs> controls restricted. Well, you could turn the tracker on for the personal thingamabobs. Yeah. Um, and uh, Am I able to access the cameras from this one so that I can get them back up and panning and... and kind of see what's going on in the other areas uh you can you can try i can try all right yeah so is that gonna be another uh hack or is that a tech no 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 uh, i'm just going to you can do it um okay i'm just reading the the thing about the cameras right now gotcha um ooh, fun okay um what room would you like to uh to look at Oh, the bedroom. <laughs> so uh, let me give you. Uh, there are nine different rooms. Uh, the pod bay, the server room, ops infirmary, the primary lab, drone control, uh, another lab, life support, crew quarters, storage, and a diving pool. Mm. Um. Well, while looking at the map, what do you guys think we should be? Where Where do you think we should be looking at? I mean, crew quarters. I mean, we're looking for the keys and then to rescue some scientists, right? I would say start with crew quarters. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll access crew quarters first. That is seven, seven, seven. All right. Um, you um, you see a grainy picture pop up. Um. You think you see some shadows moving, but you can't see any one on camera. Um, and and every like at an irregular interval, uh, the camera just shakes ever so slightly. Okay. Hmm. So just shadowy figures, and then. Okay. Not even shadowy figures, just like there are some shadows that may be moving. It's hard to discern. Okay. Uh, I'll leave that to the, the rest of the crew. Uh, uh, am I able to access any other stuff, or is it just the one that I've got? To... No, no, you can you can go, you can scroll through the various rooms. Okay. Um, uh, was there. What did you say? Uh, there's the laboratory. Life oh, laboratory. Yeah, there's, there's two different labs. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, <clears throat> I'll start with I don't know the first lab. Okay. Um, you just want to scan through all the cameras. I that's kind of what I'm seeing. I just kind of want okay. to get an idea of right. what we're going to be walking into. All right. In room one, the pod bay, the one you've already been in, it's yeah. just as you left it. Room two. Um the server power room uh you don't really see much it's all dark uh just like when you left it okay um three room you're in currently you can see the backs of all of your heads standing at that terminal space um, got it 
Yeah. You don't see anything sneaking up behind you, which is nice. I like that. Uh, room Always four. Uh, it looks like someone smeared some kind of dark liquid on the camera lens. Is it reddish? Uh, you can't tell through the camera. Okay. Maple syrup, syrup, I bet. Room gotcha. five is a laboratory that seems to have just been completely destroyed. Uh, like the infirmary, just like trashed. Okay. Um, room six, uh, which is a drone control room. You see, uh, what looks like condensation on the lens is obscuring the room. Uh, room seven, I already described. Room eight, which is uh, storage. You uh, don't see anything, uh, just static. And in room nine, where are you? There you are. Um, uh, you just see a diving pool and the a submersible. Uh, kind of sitting in the middle of the diving pool. After a few moments, a figure emerges from the sub, retrieves a tool off a nearby table, then gets back into the sub. Hmm. Um, you okay. also see a, uh, like, turn on intercom. Yes, no. You... Should we try talking to these guys? Why not? Or, yeah. Or at least the guy in, uh, in room nine. So, so that's the only one that seems to be alive uh yeah i'll i'll turn on the intercom to to room uh nine or the diving pools so just like a rhythmic hammering yep you okay. uh like someone just smacking the wall over and over again um oh. you think so yeah uh and that is <clears throat> that's just going to continue until you turn it off Turn it off. Okay. You think that maybe you can review, like, you think you'd be able to maybe pull up footage from the last day uh, if you wanted to spend the time and review the footage from the last, like, 24 hours, 48 hours to see what actually happened. Well, that would be hella useful, I would think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could try scrubbing through, see if I can get through anything pops up. Um, about how long are you thinking that's going to take? That will take. That's going to take a while. That's going to okay. take probably the better part of the next hour. Okay, and why we don't, only have why don't seven we, hours to do this, right? Why don't we yep. let you okay. take care of that while Pashki and I go check out? Um, I don't know. The do you want to go check out the bay or the banging? Check out the banging. Um, the banging or uh, there was was that wasn't the science rooms or I'm sorry, but my character is a kind uh, of... the banging. Uh, you can't tell exactly where the banging was coming from because it was just the intercom system. Okay. Uh, because it's the intercom can talk oh, between it's sectors. All of them. Okay. The diving pool is where you saw like an honest to god human figure. Let's go to the diving pool then. All right. Okay. Yeah, I agree with so, that. Uh, so I am going to leave you in the room for a little while, Kevin. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to describe what happens over the next hour with you two. And then once time syncs up, I will tell you what happened in the video. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I'll make I'll make the two Charles take off their headphones so they don't hear until they reach back up to you. I won't do that. That'd be obnoxious because <laughs> I'd have to I mean, say it again. Also, I can't make you do anything. I'm like hundreds and hundreds of miles away um okay so 
from you know, his like, audience at home, he says that, but he he makes all of us wear these shock things around our junk. That it's really fucked up. Wait, actually, to be to be Yours fair, around just, your junk. He sent me yeah. a, a butt plug. I so, think it's different for each person. I didn't get anything. I feel left out. It's because you're a guest. Uh, I've I've special. <laughs> hey hey no, I've special ordered you a special cage for your penis that shocks you. <laughs> Is it like USB rechargeable? I yes, I got it from Extreme Restraint. Well, uh, USB C. Oh oh, you, you, oh. Want, you need that fast charging. <laughs> oh for, yeah, for the cage around your penis that shocks you. Gotcha. You, you can also then track like a timeline of like the shocks and intensity. <laughs> There's an app that can monitor your, it's your like correction your or shocking. Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that data. Get it. those analytics going. You know those quants. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, so science. <laughs> That's science. Uh, it sounds friends, like <laughs> friends. If you find yourself in need of a um a butt plug that gives you little shocks or a cage for your penis, saunter over to extremerestraints.com for all of your perverse needs. They are not a sponsor, but extremerestraints.com. If you want to, Hey, if you want to, we will be consensual. We will be consensual partners in a heartbeat. My dudes. (laughs) Yeah. In a heartbeat. Just think years from now, the Mandis heart press wandering monster branded restraint items. Yeah. There was a battle with with the Mr. Logo. Patsky, Yeah, Mr. Patsky, we already have Madness Heart Press uh, branded paddles. Well, that's I already a thing we one. have in sell. As someone who's been on this show for a year, why am I just now figuring this out? <laughs> one of one of one of the people on the Madness Heart Press board's husband is a woodworker who makes um toys for the alternative sexual um community you know john i like to consider myself a bit of a woodworker i'm not i don't think he masturbates i'm saying he makes things out of like trees i know (laughs) you motherfucker (sighs) you know you drill a hole you get enough lube you can make anything out of a tree Yep. I don't think that's. Yep. I think you're both very wrong, guys. Do you want to play this game, or do you want to talk Science. about cages for your dicks? I'd like to play no. a game, please. <laughs> Kevin needs a safe space. You can make anything out of wood. Was the claim? Uh, as a counterclaim, tree. As, as a counterclaim, out of a tree. Counterclaim, submarine. I mean. I don't, I don't think a I don't think a wooden submarine would work very. Well. I want to know I what the know. first submarine was built out of, and I'm gonna bet. Wood. Have you not watched the Pirates of the Caribbean? You know, I bet. Actually, now that you're talking about that, Pashke, I bet that was it was just wooden glass and weights. I bet. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh. And it's amazing that anybody ever survives that shit. Um. So back to us not surviving this shit. Yeah. yeah oh. Speaking of survival. So we go through what is that one, two, yep. th- th- two different rooms to, no, to get to the guy at least. You'll need to go through. Actually, actually, I bet you could. I bet you could just go through two rooms uh, to get there. Two uh, to but seven? let's see. Let's see if you survive. Uh, uh, you need to go through the primary lab uh, first. So, Kevin, they, they leave you alone. Um, okay. Man, look, dude, I'm going to make you take a... How much stress do you have right now? I have two. I'm going to make you... 
Roll me, roll me something, because this is stressful. Uh, you okay. know, there's monsters here. Um, give me a. Make me a. Uh... Trying to think what skill will be best for this. Make me a tech roll, actually. Okay, so I do have a. a... That I have one in that one, so. Yeah. That's uh, a four. Okay. I want you to take two stress, uh, just knowing that you're going to be down here alone with no one watching your back. Cool. Um, uh, M's the brakes. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's um, fine. I... Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so y'all are going into the lab. All right. Uh, number four is the primary lab. Do to do. Uh, as you walk into the lab, you see dozens of bodies pages surrounding a corpse. Uh, the person on the floor's chest is torn open and stuffed with more bloody pages um, that have obviously been torn out of research binder. Uh, every piece of equipment in this room is soaked in blood. Get, uh, please take one stress. Back to five. Both of you. Um... We were walking through the lab late one night <laughs> when our eyes beheld. Honestly, honestly, Christopher, uh, they probably found the body of someone who messed with one of our editors <laughs> rather than an editor. Um, <laughs> um, I've been. Uh, we do have a friend, uh, a friend in chat uh, who is giving us advice on how to make our uh, wooden submersible sex toys. Um, okay um yeah so there's this dead body uh on the floor uh you see a counter that has a uh one of those vaccine guns uh with a syringe loaded with green viscous fluid there is a terminal in the room um and there is a cabinet that is uh unlabeled i'll take that uh that that injector full of green mystery goop okay that that sounds like something a medic would have fun with okay sounds good i mean could i analyze it with my my field uh research kit to see what the green yeah. goop is go for it yeah i mean that that'll make it less fun it'll be less of like a you know proverbial roll of the dice whenever i inject yeah. somebody but yeah i would eliminate some of the guesswork for god's sake john go go pet beans or something shit i fucking dogs man <laughs> anyway go ahead and figure your roll tachki charles don't so, require me to stand up yeah fair enough <laughs> we'll give you a pass this week only because reasons so so this is a science roll yes sir that is an eight nice uh, and a five it's a success you're over the threshold yeah um mr patchkey you see on the side of the syringe is you know a label and it is like sp dash Wait, so it had a label? His science skill was just reading the fucking label? 
you don't know how you, science is do you done. Want me to, You're not do you a want scientist. Me to what do you know? It's like, do you I want me to finish, you motherfucker? Yes. Uh, a label that says SP-05-23.67-0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0
I mean, I can roll again. Were you look looking at the, at the dead body? I was going to look at the papers, but since okay. but since we've okay. already rolled no, no, for no, the no, terminal, no, no. this still this still counts. We're still leaving this as it is. Um, okay. The only difference is instead of it being because um, instead of freaking out because of how long it's going to take, you don't know that yet. Instead, you're now freaking out because you've noticed that the blood is moving on its own. <laughs> so that's why you're freaking out. See, I'm this? both petrified and scientifically interested by this. <laughs> I have such a scientific <laughs> boner right now. My hey, uh, blood is also moving on its own. Perky, do you, do you want some of these uh, tasty painkillers, my uh, friend? Perky, like, gives you this and just reaches out and grabs them from you without saying anything and puts okay. them in his mouth and chews them. Okay, good. That's a good boy. Good, good. So you, uh, you cure three of your stress. Okay, that still puts me at six. <laughs> uh, hmm. But good news. Good news is you're now addicted to Oxycontin. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, the good news. I was and, looking yeah. to take up a um, new hobby. So here we are. And yep. you're going to be taking minus one to all your rolls from now on. Okay. So when I, the night. if I have to roll in something that I'm not proficient in, is it a minus it's a two? Minus, minus two, yeah. Yeah. All right. That Which means you have to roll a 10 to succeed. Oh, yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shoot. All right. I am, I am I, the most useless player. I, I just want to point out that... Um, at the beginning of tonight, I mentioned like, hey, guys, this may not be the one you win. And Mr. Patchkey defiantly told me this is the one motherfucker and then <laughs> yeah. shot me a bird. So it's going great is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we haven't died yet. Yeah, that's, right. that's true. That is true. So that's um, laboratory number one. And we're going to like, I do we want to leave you to research, Patchkey, or do you just want to give up on it and move on? Uh, So so perky is currently like on your shoulder and okay. i am imagining you're wearing like protective medical garb so you don't have like blood get on you uh -huh. but the amount of snot and tears <laughs> is yeah. still soaking through your your apron that i've there, drawn there. on your character they're there i see uh, i have good good bedside manner they're there it's it's a beautiful and touching moment uh yeah they're there head... you say right mm-hmm Okay. But you you haven't seen another of these things, which is good. Um, and Mr. Patchkey, your head is starting to swim. Perky, your head is starting to swim. Okay. Maybe, hey, maybe that blood wasn't moving on its own. Maybe it was the light and just being so stressed. <laughs> maybe. Like, what is, well, hey, what even is blood? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, iron, uh, water, you know. <laughs> Other trace minerals, uh, cell it's, it's, matter. It's just a type of Kool-Aid, if you think about it. It's yeah. that's true. I mean, um, once you get the coagulants we're, we're like, out, we're all we're all like Kool-Aid men, full yeah. of blood. You just oh, yeah. you oh, just no. gotta get rid of those platelets, and then it's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> as y'all head into the hallway, you can either go straight to the wreck, uh, to that lab that was wrecked. Or you can head to the uh, crew quarters. Uh, the path through the crew quarters is also the path towards that uh, diving pool. So if you can want to continue on towards the dive pool, that's the way. Yeah, um, let's go for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm following you. I'm in a daze. Yep. By the time we get back, um, 
our comrade will be done with his. Yeah, he'll be compiling. done before you before you uh, even get back. So uh, oh, after well, we could turn back now, then if after, we wanted after to. this next room, uh, uh -huh. I will jump back to him and tell him what's going on, and then he can try to run to catch up with you or do whatever he wants to do with that information. Okay, fair enough. So I'll jump. I'll do a jump back and forth. Okay. Are you going into the crew quarters? Yep. Yeah. You can trust my smile. I trust it. It's good. Possibly go wrong. Yeah, this is safe. This is good. No, uh, no one's died yet. As you enter the sector, you see a figure. Uh, they're standing facing the hatch that goes into the dive pit uh, on the opposite side of the sector. They're about 50 feet away from you. They wear a dirty lab coat and they appear to be attempting to use the intercom. You hear him slapping his hand against it. Ah, a lab coat. I can trust this guy. Him and I, we can relate. Uh, around the area, you can see a galley, uh, clothes, cots, uh, some personal effects. You see um, uh, various people's like, uh trunks where they store their shit so that's that's what you got okay uh, the figure um, has not noticed you and i'm going to take advantage of that i'm going to use my uh deception my guile to sneak up on this person mm -hmm. so uh that's a 2d10 for me okay and then Do we'll it. see if i can successfully pull this off the short answer is no. Uh, wait a minute. Hang on a second. That's Guile. Oh, the two isn't a bonus. It's how many die. Yeah, yeah no, I rolled a five. Okay. Um, you, you, you know, you essentially, I guess 50 feet is not close. So you, yeah. What was your, what was your other die? Also a five. Oh shit! Okay, roll me, roll me another, roll me two d ten again. Okay. Essentially, roll me your check one more time. Uh, this time we have an eight and a seven. Okay, with that roll, you know before you get to him that you're not being sneaky enough. You, re as you start across, you're like, he will notice me before I get to him. Do mm -hmm. you abandon course? And fall back, or do you keep going? That second, uh, that second roll was to give you the option to pull your ass out of a fire. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you know me. I do. Um, I like my ass nice and toasted. So <laughs> instead of doing the sensible thing and turning back, I'm going to lunge for him. And what I'm lunging for him with is the vaccine injector that I have. Um, and I'm I'm going for the neck with that thing. Okay, so what's your awareness now? Uh, let's see. Do I've got body guile dodge awareness is minus one because I don't have it in my thing. Although, let me see deception. Oh no, nope, uh, nope. yeah, I don't have sure. it. Oh, awareness up in my uh, yeah, yeah, two. Okay, go ahead and roll me your awareness. Uh huh. Okay. Let's see. We have ourselves a nat 10. Unbelievable. He yep. also got a nat 10. Wow. Um, so roll he... again, I guess. Okay, all right. <laughs> but yeah. 
And this time I have an eight and a three. Okay. Uh, as you get closer uh, and you're about to lunge, he turns around uh, as he obviously saw you. Um, as he whips around, he reveals a complete horror. The chest cavity has been ripped apart. In its place is a single glowing red eye uh, with kind of the goat iris looking thing. Uh, My favorite it, of the irises. Yeah, they're beautiful. It glowers mm -hmm. at you. Thin tendrils uh, wrap around the limbs of the corpse like the arms of an anemone uh, that pulse with a angry red light. Uh, these, tw these twitch and begin to move in uh, causing the figure in the lab coat to uh, react to you. Uh, as you get within striking distance, its jaw like goes and then breaks completely off and falls to the ground as a horrifying tendril whips out of his mouth straight at you. Um, you also see a crew key card dangling from a, a lanyard uh, that is strangling his like uh, bloated neck and wrapped in black tendrils. But he is attacking you, so... Um, no, I need you. Oh, die. Uh, let's see. Here's him to your dodge. You have a dodge score. I do. What's your dodge score, bud? Uh, one. So I will okay. roll, roll one to try to dodge this attack. And I rolled a three, so I didn't do very well. You didn't do very good on attacking you, so you don't have you don't have to worry. Uh, the tentacle uh shot shooting out of his mouth like goes right past you uh overshoots as you kind of make your awkward lunge uh and it doesn't hit you congratulations you may Thank now you. make your attack um yeah i uh am going to switch from the injector to my trusty scalpel and put out its goatee red eye and i assume that's my body check because that's like strength and uh, you have a combat score Oh, let's see. Combat. Or a combat skill, I should say. Do I? Under uh, career. Under career. <laughs> Maybe Ian didn't get this over correctly. I've got name, class, description. Uh, Health, stress, drive, aware. Under your skills, uh, one of the... Body. So you're the dodge, medic. First aid guy. All right. 1d6 or 1d10. Okay. Uh, that would be a seven. Okay. Uh, he will attempt to not get hit. Uh, he does. Uh, he you you lunge forward and and you're pretty happy with your attack. Uh, but he uh just whatever like tendrils shoot down against the floor and push him up and tumble his dumb corpse body away uh mr paschke do you want does your high ass want to do anything about all this uh you know <laughs> i'm not unconvinced that my character wouldn't believe it's it's real um but i think he would try to to make sense of it and i'm so Charles, did you try to shoot him with the antidote already? 
or yeah and i failed um i still have the antidote all right so i feel like although i don't know that it's an antidote it's a vaccine um it might have caused this abomination it might cure it who knows who knows it all Uh, depends on how successful their research has been i feel like my character right now would do one of two things either shrivel up and cry because the amount of stress that they're under or panic and go for the the vaccine and try to inject the guy with it for the sake of gameplay let's go with the latter option okay uh so i don't know i don't think i have combat i don't have combat so that would be one d10 one d10 minus two i think right one just minus one oh right you're right minus two Negative he's one. high on the oxy. <laughs> Roll a 10. Uh, he did the opposite of that, bud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bud. Uh, t- so take two stress. All right. And, and that puts me back up to eight. And roll, uh, roll burnout. 1d10 plus uh, eight. Uh, that's 13. 13. All right. You gain two <laughs> more stress. Charles, you gain one stress. Okay. I don't I I don't feel like making you you know how much stress do you have right now Charles or total or I feel like you should probably roll burnouts uh as well okay and that's uh 1d10 plus the four stress okay cool uh so that is 6 plus 4 is 10 10 all right you're uh, you're going to take a negative uh uh you're going to take a negative one to your next couple rolls. Okay. Um, Fine couple. Two. <clears throat> okay, cool. All right. Um, uh, I don't like, I want to, I, the, the, the storyteller in me wants to have dialogue now. Like now they're now the villain and the players speak, but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just not, I answer back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's classic conversation right there. One Your side. turn now, John, as the narrator. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and okay. then my demented laughter. Yeah, that's a three-way conversation. So uh, it is, you have a feeling like this thing is going to keep attacking you. Um, it is top of the round, so it is going to attack. Um Okay, you f- okay, Miss uh, Perky? You didn't get anything. You didn't get. You didn't get the vaccine. No, you didn't get to jab the guy. Um, Bones, you did see Perky leap for the syringe. So do with that information what you will. But before that, um, you're being attacked again. Okay, and that's one d ten, right? Yes, sir. So that's eight minus one though is uh wait a minute. Uh what am I is it one D ten just regular? Yeah, one D ten. Yeah. Minus one makes it a seven though. Okay. <clears throat> because um, of my disadvantage from the stress out thing. Yeah. He rolled a ten, so you get you do get slapped uh okay. by this this tongue thing. It it feels like oh. uh it feels a little bit like a cat's tongue if a cat's tongue like tried to dig into you more. You know, like the cats have that 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 weird sandpaper tone. tone. I think, I I think they dig as hard as they can. Yeah. Okay. A more muscular cat tongue. 
Oh, that sounds um, unpleasant. Okay. Yeah, it just slaps into you like right across. Like it, you're lucky because it mostly gets your like your medical clothes. At least it doesn't wrap around me or something. It doesn't. Uh, it does tear into you. Uh, I'm just going to make a quick note here. How many and points two, of damage or whatever? You take two points of damage. Okay. And you feel a little bit like you feel congested. Like almost immediately you feel like your your lungs are filling with phlegm. Okay. Praise Nurgle. <laughs> my friends. I say that all the time now. Like whenever I'm watching something and like someone vomits or like snot blows out of something, I just <laughs> praise Nurgle. And it is now your turn, Mr. Patsky. All right. Um so what do I really have to lose at this point? I mean, he's pretty Nothing, much man. unhinged at this point. The last thing <laughs> hated the flashlight. Um <laughs> I have a field research kit that I can. I don't think I can use that as a weapon. Do I have any like acid in my wheel field research kit? Roll me a d10. That's a good question. I, I, I bet got you a do. six. No, you don't have Apparently any not. acid. All right, all right. Um, it's a fair question, but <laughs> I shine my flashlight at it and wave it frantically. <laughs> Uh, in the distance, you hear sandstorm. Can I? Uh, <laughs> you know, that's actually in my like mega mix on Spotify. Just it because I be. laugh every time it I slaps. hear it. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, can I lend one of my skills to him? Lend one I, of your what skill? I mean, are you trying uh, to lend? Well, because I have um, intimidation under my guile. And like I feel like that would really enhance this flash. I would need routine. to know how you're going to how you're uh, going to enhance. I can tell this. you exactly how. Uh, as he's waving the flashlight, I get behind him and do the forearms thing and like wave my arms as though he's got forearms. Um, so I, I double the amount of waving arms. Okay. Which All means right. he should get to roll two d10. All right. Go ahead and roll two d10 for an Hell intimidate yeah. check. That was tonight's Baltusburger bargain, and you you stood by your policy. I, I applaud yeah. you for it, John. Uh, who's rolling the two d ten? You are. You are, Mister Tashi. Yeah, I'm waving my arms to help you, but it's it's ultimately in your hands here. Eight and a five, then minus one because yeah. of my stress level. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So go. So both go of you go ahead and take a stress. All right. Eleven. It's not. The the good news is you're probably not going to live long enough for a heart attack. <laughs> um, that is good news. Yeah. Uh, it uh, the the thing that was once a scientist screams and and howls its little beans. I swear to God, beans, <laughs> beans, beans, beans. They live there. It's our neighbor. It's not a murderer. It's our neighbor. I I heard a car horn when they locked their car, though. So I bet that's what it's all about. Our neighbor likes to stand outside, like of his house, and like chill, which is a fine place to be. Beans, and he's an elderly (laughs) Jamaican man who, anytime I see him, he's like, "Hey, mom, what's like a heavy Jamaican accent?" And he always smells like the fucking give to have that guy for a neighbor. He's fantastic, but Beans needs to stop antagonizing him. He's a lovely, nice man. Yeah. 
I have the same problem with Babette trying to explain to her that other people live in our building. Um, she doesn't approve. Okay, who was I killing? Uh, I think uh, me. Yeah, Pasky. <laughs> yeah, He's standing in front of me. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Uh, so he he wobbles his what's left of his like tattered jowls and howls, and he just. <laughs> He, uh, he like spits his stinger tongue at you. Okay. Uh, I have dodge. Yeah, you should. I would <laughs> <use> highly <laughs> recommend you use that. One. <laughs> what um, the fuck? No. Holy shit, dude! My, I start off strong. I started off this like, yeah, rolling yeah. great. This is gonna be awesome, and then just everything else. <laughs> I want to point out that I immediately said, "I bet you're gonna regret wasting this good roll." Yeah, I remember that. But yeah, you know, I, I sized hot. the shit out of that you run entryway. Hot and cold. Yeah, you run hot and cold, my friend. <laughs> All right, Mister Bashki, take two stress and roll burnout again. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Maybe he is All gonna right. have a heart attack. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, have, I know what I hope happens. I rolled a one plus oh, 13. <laughs> All right, you gained two more stress. Oh my God. Charles, you get one more stress on top of that, too. All I right, am at 15 right. stresses. Oh, if you had just rolled a little better, you would have attacked Charles, and that would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I was really hoping. Me. I was You're not, really hoping. Okay. Um, um, is it my turn now? Uh, oh, also, uh, Mr. Patchkey, uh, Perky, take two damage. Oh, boy. Now I have damage. You don't feel that, though. <laughs> oh, and I need to make a note over here. Okay. Oh, I have one more health. Oh, man. I get one more hit. Okay. I'll see if I can help you out with that. Uh. Uh, your chest feels congested, and you feel your vision becoming even more cloudy. It's not a good day to be perky. No, um, I don't think it was ever a good day to be perky. No. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Bernard, Mr. Bones, what would you like to do? Run for my fucking life. I, um, I would like to it. use my guile rule, the deception, to uh, pull a... Uh, over there and then run as fast as i can now i need to ask i don't i feel like the answer is going to be no because you're not fun but do you push mr Paschke towards it do you push perky at it but you <laughs> turn to run yeah sure yeah man <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes, yes yep okay. that's you know yeah. that is a form of amputation just a friendship <laughs> instead oh, of no, no, no. We're, we're, we're headed there i'm retreating after all uh let's see and that is a uh, I rolled a nat one. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. I know. Did you All push right. him and trip over him? Or? <laughs> I, I yes. guess so. Yeah. So, Maybe I pushed him and he like held on to me. <laughs> so we both went. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would make sense. Take, I, I take two stress. Okay. <laughs> burnout after taking yep, two yep, stress. Yep, 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 yep. And that's just one D10, right? Or is it two? It's one D10. Okay. Uh, let's see, seven, and the stress is eight for 15 total. All right, you get to take... You get to take an additional eight more stress. Holy shit. Uh, I'm up to 16 stress. Yeah. How did you beat me on stress? Uh, 
uh, when you roll a 15 on the burnout effect, you gain 1d10 stress. Damn. Okay, uh, so... Second, I just need to, real quick, I want to check... What happens at 16 stress? Well, I know in real life, but in the game here, yeah, like... You, uh, apparently, when you reach 16 stress, you get testicle cancer. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that 16 stress uh, is where you and I, like, more or yeah, less... Yeah, we're just, like, baseline, yeah. right? Yep, yep. I'm just seeing if there's a, like... I was seeing if there's a maximum stress you can have before you just like implode it doesn't seem like it so oh. um we're doing it uh but yeah you you turn and like you're like you shove turn and as you turn him falling he kicks his leg back your leg kicks on his leg as you start to run <laughs> and it is because you tried to sacrifice him that you went straight <laughs> in your face yep naturally as as should happen as should happen <laughs> Mr. Patchkey, you are also on the ground now, Perky. Okay. Yeah, uh, yep. you just here's the thing. Here's the thing. I am Ian is a nice person. Ian Ian yeah. cares about us. Ian we wants us to that. have fun. Yeah. Other than Kevin, I saw. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, Perky, your friend just shoved you at this monster in an attempt to run away. I'm going to need you to run bur roll burnout again. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so I rolled a nine plus fifteen. All right, any time from now on, you are going to take damage whenever you uh, you're going to take a point of damage every time you take damage. Sorry, you will take a point of damage whenever you take stress. <sighs> Did I As just your heart take is more now stress? giving out. Because he's it, only got one point left. Have, so yeah, any have, stress in your so, so it is your turn. Don't fail. This seems scientifically impossible. Yeah. <laughs> what, you, what, you, what you gonna do, my, my friend? Um, I am going Especially to run. Especially since he still has that minus one modifier. Yeah, it's, on it. it's look, my friends. Go ahead. <laughs> I I run. I don't. I I just fight or flight, and it's flight. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, go ahead and make me a body roll then. Watch out for my body rolls. <laughs> it's one of his. I swear to God, if you roll the one. So, uh, is it Jewish God? Is it Catholic God? Is it Cthulhu? Uh, <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Look, we are we are getting close to the end of our night. And I could just keep making you guys roll over and over again because it's funny. <laughs> We've Here's proven ourselves happens. inept, yeah. Here's what happens. How how do Tarl, uh Bones, you shove him to the ground to try to run, turn and trip over your own cruelty. Okay. You see him flip onto his back, eyes dilate, and he has an aneurysm in front of you because <laughs> you pushed him. You see the blood streaming from his eyes and nose as sheer panic and terror and betrayal overtake him. Delightful. And 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 Mr. Bernard, I know, is so happy. Bones, oh, Bones took an oath and yeah. that pushes him over the edge. Uh -huh. He cannot think straight. You you rise and every cell of your body is telling you to run 
but you can't. You can't move as this thing, this once scientist comes closer and closer and begins extending its tendril down your throat, forcing its way through your teeth, down your throat to just lick and tickle at your insides as you suffocate on this thing's tongue. You know, uh, they say die doing what you love. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Um... That's the end of the second seven hours. My my only regret is that I did not get to perform the Servas procedure that I perfected. Oh, oh, you might still be able to. Um, I thought I was dead. I didn't. I mean, born again. I'm dead, right? <laughs> like your your storytelling left that pretty like like solidified y'all are also you are also i will reveal infected ah um kevin yeah any of this is happening because you are watching the feeds you are watching you could have watched all of that in real time in fact i may make you okay Um, but you let me just get here you find a way to scroll back to five days ago and you're just kind of like speed scrolling through this. Yeah. Five days ago, one of the doctors discovered something very excitable in uh, the lab, brought it in. You can see everyone's like bustling as they're examining these weird specimens. They're not quite like the thing you saw slither into the grate, but they're very similar. Mm-hmm. Two days ago, one of the doctors was bitten. Uh, another doctor treated the wounds, drew blood. And they began to uh, experiment on the blood, and they were able to create some sort of vaccine. Um, eager to kind of like capitalize on that vaccine, uh, eager to you know chase that discovery for further wealth of knowledge, they injected themselves with the blood, the infected like blood, in order to test the vaccine. As you sounds, do, yeah, sounds scientifically sound. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Agree with that. Um, within a day, one of the doctors confronted the uh, doctor that infected himself, and he murdered them. Just ripped their chest open and shoved all the research into their chest cavity. Um, you can see that things are growing in this doctor, and that it's spreading. Uh, one of the doctors discovered the corpse stole the key cards and the research and secreted themselves away in the life support uh, chamber in 2B. Uh, You also see that there is a doctor that seems to also be infected, but early stages attempting to flee the uh, station via a submarine. Okay. Then... You keep going, keep going. You see yourselves. You decide to check on your friends and see where they are to see if you should rush ahead to catch up with them or if you should, you know, wait. Mm -hmm. You watch as they're attacked by this horrifyingly deformed monstrosity, torn apart. Well, you expect them to get torn apart, but then (laughs) then (laughs) you watch as... Your medic murders <laughs> your scientist and is in turn murdered himself. 
um, horrified, I'm sure your thoughts are like, okay, I have all this information. Get off the station. Flee. Get the fuck out of here. It's not worth it. You turn around and you see the body of Dr. Yang, the man whose chest cavity has been stuffed full of research reporters of uh, reporters. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Uh, reports standing uh, between you and the exit. He and is smiling. And that's the one with the key, uh, the key cards as well. Nope. Or that no, is the one the that they found dead in the lab earlier. He is gotcha. smiling at you behind him. You can see more of these specimens creeping from the shadows and the uh, grates. Uh, you may have final thoughts as a non-infected, but in the scheme of things, they won't matter at all. EPK. <laughs> Last thought is, damn you, Ian Servas. Friends, that, that was The Company by Logan Dean. Man. Um, that was brutally, a lot of fun. Brutally deadly, uh, deadly. deadly. What am I, the Ned Flanders of Grimdark? Brutally yes, deadly, doodly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, grimly darkly. Uh, I was about to ask Mr. Paschke to take us to the the outro screen, and then I realized I've had the Twitch paused for the last two hours, <laughs> so it was, uh, so it was on the map screen, and he probably already had because he's really good at this. Yep. yep. Um. <laughs> This was brutal, um, and it was it's partially my fault. Um, partially my fault because I'm a horror author at heart, and <laughs> like I don't write happy stories, uh, but also partially brutally, uh, terrible. Pashke rolled like 99 ones oh, in a row because he only crit failed, but also, yeah, it was a hell of a losing streak, yeah, like, one to brag about. It, it was awesome. Uh, but it was also a brutal failure because I I saw that no one took a soldier and a weapon, and I thought I should let them know that they'll need that, and I, I decided not to. I <laughs> mean, uh, I'm not sure how much of a difference it would have made, honestly. Um, you know, I Ian Ian tweaks these games for the number of players and the skill and the level. I do not. Um, because my entire I, my entire philosophy is let's see how it plays out of the box. Yeah. Um, this was fun out to of run. the box in mm-hmm. in two senses of the word. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was fun to run. Um, I I think this book is a lot of fun to to read. I will say that the 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 third book, um, which I can't remember. I think it's the operations manual. Maybe is what it's called. I will check. Uh is chock full of adventures and it's a blast to read because everything kind of reads like these old school, like eighties and nineties sci-fi horror movies. Um, so, uh, but I will say that like, again, I'm recovering from pretty serious surgery and I read through these books this afternoon. It's really easy to prep for this. Um, and I highly recommend it personally. Uh, I'm interested to know what you guys thought as players, other than, you know, maybe get some new D10s. Right. I love um, a simple system in terms of like what dice are required. There's there's fun in like requiring a full set, and I'll always enjoy that. 
but something like Troika that's sort of 2D6 based or Mothership or, or this, you know, any of that stuff that's um, low dice count, low, you know, number of faces on the die. I like that. I agree. I think that, uh, I, th- they're, they're, again, you're absolutely right. Like, man, I, lo- I love when a game asks for me a D12 because I'm never going to whip that out. Right. But at the yeah. same time, like, the fewer bars to entry, that a game yeah. has the yeah. the more likely it's going to be easy to have fun and at right. the end of the day that's really what we're playing games to do yep agreed um we have a bunch of announcements but before i get into them kevin you have a big announcement tonight i do um i am uh starting a new podcast i mentioned the uh, last time on uh when Ian killed me, uh, but I got clearance from everybody. Uh, I'm going to be working with the world standard guys. Uh, oh, go. Yeah. Fucking bunch of some of the best dudes I've ever met. Um, Very cool. Yeah. On, okay. So this is going to be a, a mouthful. So it's going to be called the world standard pre- uh, presents flail to the face, a compatible with Merc Borg actual play podcast. Nice. I love it. Yes. Uh there it's going to be uh, uh uh Chris is going to be running it. Um the the other guys are going to be uh in and out of it. Uh another one of the guys off of the Discord Tom is going to be playing. I'll be playing as well and then doing the editing. So we actually record the first episode tomorrow. Awesome. So, uh it's cool. uh, as it sits right now it's going to be a bi-weekly uh show. Uh, being as the world standard is gone bi-weekly as well, so it's going to be kind of offsetting that. Uh, and then we'll see how it goes. So, Well, that's yeah. that's excellent news. That's going to be a great show. Um, Congrats, man. Yeah. We'll Thank make you. sure we announce it. Cool. Uh, so watch our socials. If you don't yes. already follow the world standard, follow us. We'll announce it, and we'll, we'll help hype that up so you can find it and easily follow and listen to their show as well. Um, because, look, this is a two-hour-long show. It ain't enough to get you through the week. Hell no. <laughs> actual play podcasts and cool podcasts are like Voltron. You got to collect them all. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> We're here to make you giggle a little bit. Like maybe um, maybe in like the doldrums after your lunch break. Yeah. That's a good time to listen to mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Yeah. Because remember, we are a comedy podcast. <laughs> or drunk cackling all alone by yourself, which is how I used to listen to most of my podcasts. It's, it's also <laughs> how we record most of our podcasts. <laughs> I am not drunk. No. Look, man. Well, I'm not either, but close enough. You know. I no comment. Um, <laughs> so for us, uh, this month has been a huge month. Yes. At least the trick. By Doug yeah. Ford. Uh, we released Pure Hate by. Nope. No, we did not. That's coming. Nope. We released Everyone Dies Famous in a Small Town by Rath James Rath White. White. The last and week another big one. Yeah. We released Beautiful Darkness by Jay fucking Wilburn. Yep. Look, man, here's the truth. Uh, the trick Doug Ford was one of our earliest books. When I was still fucking getting covers off Fiverr. Uh, we published the reattachment. Um, that's currently out of print, but like every year since then, we've I think every yeah we published the ape in the ring the next year. We published mm-hmm. little ghostly the next year. We mm-hmm. published the trick this year, and we're doing mm-hmm. a re 
uh, a re-release of uh, the reattachment next year. So yep. like Doug, like there's a reason I keep going back to the Doug Ford well as a publisher is because literary nasty laughs. award winner Doug Ford. I might add, yeah, Douglas yeah. Ford. Uh, we should say Doug Ford's yes, the name Doug of Ford's a fascist. Douglas Ford is yep. Canada. Yeah, uh, um, Douglas Ford is a brilliant writer, and he really walks this great line between like a uh, folk horror and bizarro. That's really mm-hmm. delicious and beautiful. Rath James White, if you're not familiar with his work, uh, he's a Stoker Award nominee. He's also also, also one of the founders yeah. of the Splatterpunk Awards. Yeah. Um, and one of the early poet. or one of the early Splatterpunk authors. Like yeah. not yeah. not first, but early, early, yeah. you know. Uh he 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 is in the the same league as like all the big names, Jack Ketchum, mm-hmm. uh, Richard Lehman. Edward mm-hmm. Lee and Rath is more of a splatterpunk than an extreme guy. Uh, and his work is extremely thoughtful and thought provoking. Uh, and he writes, uh, you know, he writes from a perspective that is not celebrated enough in, mm-hmm. uh, in modern horror, frankly. Yep. Um, so I really recommend you check out everyone dies famous in a small town. Uh, beautiful darkness. Uh, what what can I say? It's Jay Wilburn. Uh, it's a collection. It includes a story that was nominated for a Splatterpunk Award and Seer Sucker Motherfucker, which is like one of my favorite story titles ever. It's also funny just picturing Jay saying it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know that book's important for a lot of reasons because Jay is an important piece of Splatterpunk. And indie writing horror. So support all of that shit. Um, Charles, you have a new book coming out in uh, the next month or two. Uh, things are, things are, my, my magic sing ball is missing right now, but things are murky uh, soon. <laughs> 28, 28 days from our live broadcast. If you are listening to this on Friday, it'll be on the 28th of the current month, which would be June. Um, it is, uh, he led us into the wilderness and spoke to us. It's my Jonestown novel. Um, Mm -hmm. it is, in my opinion, probably the best thing I've written so far. Um, it's a thoroughly researched, um, it's historical horror, but with aspects of cosmic horror. And, uh, it is, uh, going to be available, uh, to pre-order pretty soon here. So. Keep your eyes peeled. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CR Bernard to find that C-R-B-E-R-N-A-R-D or just follow any of Madness Heart's socials. And then I have uh, two more books coming out this year that you can be on the lookout for pre-orders. Uh, one, of course, is No Guilt of Bloodshed, uh, which should be out this summer from Death Head Press or Dead Sky Publishing, as they are I'm really now. looking forward to that one. Uh, cover from Justin Coons, which, like, truth be told, I wrote this book to get that cover, but it's, it is a very cool book that touches on the mythology of the War of Dictates and of Trafe Magic and some short stories I wrote, so it kind of ties the Baltus first together. Uh, and the other book, of course, is All I Want is to Eat Shrooms and Listen to the Sound of Nazis' Screams, um, <laughs> which is a, let's say, fictionalized uh, autobiography uh, <laughs> told in verse. So those things are coming. Um, 
we also have other things. Uh, I I know we're going to do at least one more game thing uh, this year. Uh, Charles and I are in talks and in works of cool shit. And uh, you can always know that we are going to be doing our best to do cool shit. Um, yep. I'm babbling now. Um, next month will be cool. I promise. Uh, we are we are getting together a lineup for next year, and it's going to be holy shit. <laughs> frankly, uh, it's incredible. So I think that's everything. Uh, oh no, one more thing. Uh, if you are in Central Texas, if you are in Austin. My hobbly wobbly ass will be at Austin <laughs> Comics and Books or Austin Books and Comics uh, this Saturday, 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 <laughs> all day long running games of odd gobs side by side with Roland Coons. Um, so you can find us there. Uh, you can get your copies of Orc Borg and Odd Gobs signed or buy copies and have us sign them or I don't know. Uh, I will also be giving away one copy of the uh, Morkborg novella, hardcover, full color, uh, Whispers of the Dead Saint, do uh, one lucky winner at that event. Yep, that that beautiful, sexy book on Kevin's wargaming table. Um, I assume that's what goes on back there. It looks like a table you paint at. Uh, uh, I don't paint. It's just where I do stuff that I'm not doing it at the computer. So, but That's continue. fair. <laughs> um, so come and see me. Uh, bring an ice pack. Bring frozen peas. Uh, <laughs> bring a milkshake. God, bring bring something for my poor belabored scrot. <laughs> Friends, thank you so much for joining us on this consensual journey we call Wandering Monster. I have been John Baldisberger. I'm Charles R. Bernard. Mr. Paschke. And Kevin Welch. Friends, we will be back next week. And by we, I do mean everyone uh bridget and ian will be back next week thank the lord uh but until then stay safe and scream into that void y'all <laughs>